for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play, with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. All right, what's hey. up, everybody? We are back live and in person. Happy and Friday, I'm, man. Happy Friday, dude. It's beautiful weather here in lower Alabama. And I know y'all missed interacting with us last week as we were pre-recording. It was weird. It was very weird for us to pre-record. Absolutely, yeah. We love doing this live. Yep, I like getting the, the interaction, seeing those comments, you know, come it's through. Cool. It's really it's cool. It's cool. Our, our, lo- our loyal, faithful following, you know, all three of them. <laughs> I, I, uh, Justin they told me to make sure I mention, you know, people are actually listening, Dustin. Really I know do. it's so Really? It's so crazy when you get, you know, I get calls from detailers showing them software and they, yeah. you know, they've been following us and, and you know, really do picking up tips. Uh, you're dropping knowledge on businesses is really resonating with a lot of these guys. Well, you know, and, it, it's cool to hear that because you don't really know. You know, we're, we're just sitting here in, in a room of four of us and, uh, you know, talking and just chatting it up, really. And then when you hear the, you know, hear people calling and say, hey, yeah, we follow the podcast or we listen to it or whatever, you know, it's 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 cool. It's yeah. motivating, you know. Well, these guys are literally you know. detailing with their earphones, right. and they're listening to us. So if you're listening detail. right now, we really appreciate you guys listening oh, to us. It just motivates guys. us. All right, listen, let's get on the show. we got a great one today. We're diving into our our um, Power Couple series. We're still in this, and we got Marcy and Alex Tran and with Clean Car Custom Detail, and they are a Power Couple power couple for sure uh she's a sweetheart but a business beast man she runs the show and i can't wait to meet her husband and hear their story um you know it's going to be a great one ryan what you got on deck today oh well sir you know besides my uh magnetic personality and good looks oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, i don't write this Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'll be bringing you today's hacker hack man uh you know i've seen coca-cola used for a multitude of things removing battery acid and rust uh but uh we're gonna be seeing if it'll do the trick getting bird droppings off your car dude. guys are we down to coca-cola cleaning bird droppings I mean, is that where we're at i know a detailer did not write this uh, or did not do this oh yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. just get uh, us your submissions guys hack or hack we need some submissions yeah we're down to coca-cola getting bird droppings off and tree sap off and but listen i think it is a good idea i think there's a i think there's a thing that it can do yes so i can't wait to see the video can't wait to talk about why it does what it does and uh, just check that out um so Guys, you know, if you've been following our intro along, and we know you have because you tell us to. Uh, they tell us that you do. All right. Um, we are, um, we, we've, we've talked about growing your business. We've talked about hiring employees. We've talked about bringing in subs or adding services. Well, now that we've got this business booming and up and running, we want to talk about how to handle the busy season, right? Yeah, we're running we're, into it. I mean, it's dude, we're knee deep in it. Yeah. We're, we're chin deep in it right now. Right. And, you know, and it's a, uh, and so now, you know, if you've been following on, you're making these changes in your business, we need to know how to manage a busy schedule. Sure. And so we wanted to talk today about a, um, about how to do that. You know, right. what are the things that you should look out for when you start to get busy, when this business is growing and you want to make sure that you're, you know, that you're making, uh, you know, doing things right, keeping people happy. That's right. Stuff falls through the cracks, man. Whenever you get busy and there's a handful of things that you, you have to remember to, to focus on or right. else, you know, you, you can be as good as you can be. But if you drop these things, this ball, you know, yeah. it's it's not going to go good for Well, it, and it's tough to overcome, right? right? You know, when you're building that momentum, you want to keep things going smooth. And if you have these little things that come up and they're not solved, then it just kind of negates some of that progress you made. So first thing we want to talk about is customer communication. 
And what happens when you're busy? When you're only doing one detail, it's not hard to remember to call that customer and let them know it's ready. Or call that customer and say, hey, it's going to be an extra hour. Or remember what that customer said when they said, hey, don't um, adjust my driver's seat. Right. Okay? That's very, very... But when you have six coatings to do today and four boats, you know, being a little dramatic there, but but when you have that kind of volume to do... Mm you got to have damn good customer communication. Sure. And you got to make sure that you communicate that with your employees and all of that. Every, everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing, and that customer needs to feel like he, is the, he or she is the only one that you're dealing with. That's right. They're not just a number, even no. though in your system, in your, you know, it yes. is a number, but they have, their, you know, they want to be treated like an individual. They also want, you know, your full attention they want to know that they're being heard and so making sure that you not only listen but mm-hmm. notate and have those notes passed along you know down the chain That's of right. employees i mean it's extremely important yeah and to you you know to you that yes they're just a number in the shop mm-hmm. to them you're their only one right. like they're getting this job done and they don't intend on doing it tomorrow or next week you know they want it right this time right. and they want to know that they're unique in your shop like their little situations and their specific requests are getting handled and so that is the number one issue is customer communication i'll never forget man years ago when we were coming to busy season we'd have all these boats on the lot and we'd just tell everybody bring their boats we'd get to it when we can kind of first come first serve but man customers were like every day they was calling asking when's my boat going to be done when's my boat going to be done and and it just felt like we were never ahead it felt like we were always fighting from behind right so that communication that knowing your schedule knowing where they're at on the schedule and then letting them know that over communicate Mm -hmm. and then that way they have a solid understanding of what you're doing right I mean I know a lot of detailers that are afraid that the customers are getting too many notifications sometimes and let's be honest I mean what is a notification it's something you can ignore something you can look at but text Really, it's something that that you're going to find a lot of people appreciate that that ongoing communication more than you're going to find somebody that just doesn't like receiving the text. And it's not standard in our industry. So you got to understand. Now we're showing these these customers that aren't expecting their detailer to tell them, "Hey, my vehicle's getting started," or "Hey, you know, my my vehicle's going through the QC process." Like these are things that nobody's done. So yes, it's a shock to the customer at first. Sure. But they are very appreciative to be informed. We all like to be informed. We all like to know what the hell is going on with our stuff. Yep. And so if we if we tell them along the way, then they can follow up. Another thing is quality control. Mm-hmm. And, dude, let me tell you, this is this is as big as, as customer communication because the first thing that's going to start to fail is your quality. When you start to get busy, it's the little things. It's not, I didn't vacuum the carpets. It's, I forgot to clean the gas cap. Yeah, I forgot to pull the mirror down on the passenger side. And, and, and hit the, yeah, hit the, hit the mirror, right? Yep. So, or I forgot one of the compartments in the boat. It's not the big things, guys. We're going to get those right. It's the little things. That's right. And having a quality control process in place to check over your guys' work. Yep. You know, or even have them back check their own with a checklist. Because shit's going to happen, and when it and, and it's going to happen when you're at your busiest. That's right. And it's going to leave you looking like, you know, you do your pants down. You're just be standing there like, how did I miss this, or how did this not happen? So Something get... small and insignificant, you would yes. think, is is what they notice. And yeah. that, that makes the, I mean, they're paying high dollars for what the service that they're getting, and they expect it to be perfect, and it should be. Well, what happens is, and I call it the snowball effect. Mm-hmm. If they find something simple... Then they start to really look, and they're really grinding it out. Like, and then then they're gonna find shit that what you know that ain't even your fault or wasn't. And then it's just a bad experience altogether sure. for you and them. So you want to catch those little things, catch the things that we know that they're gonna 
be looking for. Make sure you kill it on those, and then you know, then you get you know, then then you get the pass. Then you get the you know, the smiles, and the happy, and the handshakes. And you've got a guy here at your shop that literally, I mean, it is his job to look at every single vehicle before the customer sees it and it's make sure it it's perfect. Make sure it's what we you know, what what are we charging for? Them? What do we say we're going to do? Make sure that we did that. Mm-hmm. And the notes within that job make damn sure that we did whatever that customer asked us to do. Yeah, I, when I show off the software demo and the software, I like to bring up Easy In, and I, I just know that's a full you know everything yeah. is. Is you know it's running the shop, and I'll pull up a job ticket, man, and you'll see three or four notes in there. Communication from you know whether it's Tatum to sales team, yeah, sales team to the the shop management. I mean, it's just so you can't nothing nothing falls through the cracks when you have it written down like right. That. It helps. Yes. It helps. You know, we're not perfect, but it sure helps. One thing I wanted to, I heard this the other day, and I thought this was super cool, and I can't remember. Maybe it was um, Grant Cardone that said it, but it was always provide more service than 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 value. Like so, always provide or then more than you charge so just a little bit more along the way and it just and then you then then you're always just kind of that customer's always happy mm-hmm. you know you're always winning with that customer and you don't want to start doing a bunch of stuff for free but always just do a little bit more right give them just a little bit more than what they were expecting and that helps you when it comes to these little things too so absolutely they're not going to be so hung up on no. one little mistake if you've you know if always you've gone over it. the top sure you know and and so that's it and then you know so the obvious guys is is scheduling you know, if you don't know how to, if you if you're busy and you don't have it scheduled, then you can't communicate well with the customer. You can't communicate well with your team, and you sure as hell can't control quality because you don't know what you're working on. Tell me about the time when you guys had uh, four baby blue sea hunts. Uh, brand spanking. <laughs> yeah. So that, man, this is this was the reality. Okay. So I have a huge dry erase board in the back of my office with, a, and it used to have a bunch of uh, little clips on it, and we had paper tickets. Well, on that was the vehicle type and what we were doing to it. Well, one day uh, we were going to start a blue sea hunt per our ticket and we pulled it down. We walked out to the lot and there was four. They, it wasn't baby blue. They were dark blue sea hunts. Okay. I just yeah. And they were identical. There were four <laughs> identical boats on this lot. Right. And all we said is blue sea hunt. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, which one is this? And so I had to call the customer and, like, get him to describe, you know, and, like, tell me how I could tell his boat apart. <laughs> Do you and, have your registration number yeah. at hand or and, something? <laughs> you know, it's just embarrassing. And it's like, how did, how can that guy feel unique? Right. How can he feel happy about what he's about to pay me to do if I don't even know which one's his boat? Right. That, that you know, that's the type of shit that when you have a good scheduling app in place, that's the stuff that helps you out. Of course, now we put whole ID numbers on there. Because, right. Well, I mean, we still had issues like that even after, you know, scheduling software that we built was working like we still realized that hey you got to put the whole id number on there yeah and uh, that also helps when boats get sold and stuff like that so sure. we can identify that boat um and what we've done to it in the past and of course all your pictures you know you got those before after those picture help. swords that the state saved to the ticket and they yeah. can always be pulled and yeah that's definitely uh you know one of the great things about the software i mean that's kind of the thing that ties all this together i think you know you guys it went is. from a month process down to a week with yes. your boats that's that's huge it, it is huge and so what he's talking about, i mean we used to have boats in here for for months like months literally we'd just tell everybody to show up bring us your boat and you know and we'll get to it when we can well let me tell you something about holding people's boats over the weekend they want their shit yeah. and you've never seen somebody more unhappy than if their boat's locked in my my uh fence out here or if it's not in detail for the weekend so now with software we were able to Tell everybody, say, okay, we're going to schedule all of our drop-offs on Monday for boats mm-hmm. and pick up by Friday. And we have a certain amount of boats that we can do in that time period. Yeah. And so that way, if something doesn't happen, it's just one boat. 
It's right. not another 30 boats, not 30 mad customers on my lot. It's, it's one that understood because we communicated to them that, hey, we didn't get to it this week. We're going to get to it the first and next. And, and it made it hell to get your storage customers in oh and out gosh, with all man. these extra boats stacked well, up. added there. liability. You know, right. I'm responsible for all those boats sitting on my lot. And so anybody, anything happens, theft, you know, damage, whatever, storms, you know. Yeah. We're, we're in, We've did that. Right. We have. And so so those things are huge. You know, listen, we don't want to get deep, but you've got to focus on those. Quality control, customer communication, and your scheduling. Guys, get yourself a software. There's a bunch of good softwares out there. There's four of them that I know of that are really good, Absolutely. Um, including Detail Bookie, of course. We'd love to see you on our software. But if it's not the right fit for you, find you one that is. Find one that works for you. Use it. Communicate to your customers. Check your quality. Make sure it's right. And get yourself a schedule that you go by so you can communicate to those customers and get it right. I love it, man. That's perfect. Easy enough. Killed it. Look, man. All right. Let's get on with our show. Who we got coming on today, Dustin? What are we doing? Marcy and Alex Tran, and they are with Clean Car... Clean Car Custom Detail. I cannot say that for the life of me. And I uh, can't wait to talk to them about uh, relationship and all kind of stuff. Well, hello there. Hey, Miss Marcy. Doing great. How are you? Well, I'm two of us. <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. There we go. How's it going over there? Nice. What's hey, up, Alex? Hey, how you doing? Fabulous. Fabulous. Nice to be inside, breaking up the monotony of the day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hey, Alex, can you slide in uh, and camera sure, just a little bit there you go right there perfect perfect well listen guys i'm so happy for y'all to jump in here with us on our power couple series we're just talking to you know people that are you know in in a relationship working together every day we want to talk about the complexities of that and the way we start this thing off is we want to know how you guys met we want to we want to hear the story well being in texas we were at a uh uh, individually that is uh, we were at a barbecue all you could eat place i saw her across the restaurant Maybe her third uh, trip back up. Like, <laughs> man, girl can eat. I like her already. There you go. I love it. Big old pork chop on her plate, and she was choking on. It. I came in and did a Heimlich and uh, <laughs> saved her life, and we were in love. That sounds like how me and Ron met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tend to choke on pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> That's his version. Uh, my version is we had both been um, volunteering. We were doing a public ministry and associated with our with our faith. And um, after one year of that, we both we got to attend a, a Bible school and for two weeks, and that's where we met. And wow. when I saw him, I liked him. And he didn't notice me. <laughs> uh, well, I think they're both beautiful stories. I, yeah, I, they I would are. go with either one of them. I think Marcy's a little more romantic, though. I mean, I think that's <laughs> more. The, it sounds a little more accurate. I mean, he saved her life in his story. That's, well, yeah, that's pretty yeah, romantic. Yeah, I, guess so. I guess so. <laughs> so, guys, tell me about this now. So, how did you get into detailing? Where did that come about? I'll let you feel that. Really? Um, that was very much an, an evolution and pretty much a lot of pivoting and a lot of survival. Uh, he had been doing IT work for 10 years and just wanted to do something that was his own, his own business. So he yep. started with a franchise, painting bumpers, and pretty quickly we realized this, that just model wasn't working for us. And so um, he continued painting the bumpers, but while competing with a non-compete, had to like go far out because we used to live in very, pretty close to Houston. And so we started to get jobs farther out into the country. And then one thing led to another. There started to be a demand for detailing everywhere that he would go to do work for people. They'd say, do you know a detailer? And we're like, oh, hello. We are 
Right, so. I'm making enough money to survive, and somebody wants to, you know, there's a problem. Let's give them a solution, and um, that's how it started. And then we were invited into a dealership, and uh, and that was like paid internship. You know, that was hard stuff. I did not know yes. how to manage people. I did not know how to how to make work productive. You know, profitable, all that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and from there, we just kept on committing ourselves to learning all the business side of it and more uh, just from detailing to ceramic coatings to PPF and all that. So it's it's been pretty much an evolution. You know, and you mentioned dealership work and a lot of detailers. That's like the the where you cut your teeth because you you know that's where you're looking for work. You're looking for steady work um, and income. And, uh, you know, so when you're in that commercial zone and, and, and they can provide you plenty of work, but, man, it's the worst details. They're so bad. And, and you know, you realize it doesn't take too long to go, hey, you know what, this is uh, – in a lot of cases, it's not – you know, this is not where I want to, I want to do the, uh, the other services. Now there's – like Billy Smith now, he does mm-hmm. a bunch of dealership work, and um, he kills it. So the market's there for it. But you just got to be in that right mindset. So, um, so you know that that story definitely resonates with me because that's kind of very similar to mine. Um, you know, with with the de- with the dealerships. But so you guys have been married for seven years, right? <laughs> oh wait, no. Oh, my notes are wrong. Seven years, or maybe y'all have been working together as a couple for seven years. Working together, yeah. <laughs> married. I think twenty. I think twenty-five going on twenty-six. About to be twenty-six years. What? Oh, wow. Okay, that's y'all been married for twenty-six years. I don't have this wrote down. What's the secret? <laughs> I want to know the secret about just, looking he's just trying to make a He's trying to make a month. So, you know, like. I'm trying to see how they look 26 and been right? married for 26 years. That doesn't make sense right there. Come on. Let's start there. The seven years comes from uh, when we started the dealership work. I was 40. I'm 47 now. No. So. Wow. That explains. That's where the seven came from. Gotcha. How do we do it? I mean, I mean, that's a whole other podcast. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's too, too, that's too but, much to get. Through. But been detailing together for seven years, and and so that's kind of what y'all started the dealership work, and then y'all worked your way into offering all kind of other services, and we're going to get into that. I was just. Uh, I was just. It said twenty five. That's unbelievable. That's yeah, you're close, time. aren't you? Yeah, I'm getting closer. I think. Uh, uh, sometime this month is our sixth year, maybe. Okay. Uh, what, maybe. What, what day is that? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Good one. That was great. So now, what are your respective roles at the business? I imagine you guys have some defined kind of, you know, you do something and she does something else. What What are those? So our, our defined roles is uh, I run the shop. Uh, I know that your next question is going to be how many employees. We only have two two guys. Okay. so. I run myself and the two guys, and uh, nice. also I do estimates and um, I do closes on sales. Yeah, and then so Marcy, you handle like the back the, the back office stuff, processing payments, organizing the books, that kind of thing. And that has I moved into that role what just in the last six months. I was out there with them all the time. Okay, really? um, I love doing interiors. There's I must have a mental illness. I love it, uh, and now I'm doing PPF. And because of our facilities, I do that after hours, like because yeah. you know they're kicking up a bunch of dirt when they're doing the regular details, and I need it. I need it clean. Um, so sure. yes, and I, and I'm learning learning the marketing, the bookkeeping. I love all that part. You know, you know, if you know me, you know that I'm. I, I can't go anywhere without talking about this. 
So, yes. <laughs> right. I'm glad you said that. I was telling my um, my back office manager Sharon about that book the other day. We were talking about some stuff and what she was asking for. I said, "Listen, because we were we were going through some budget stuff." She said, "You know, I really want to make a shift. I own multiple companies, but she said I want to make a shift into budgeting savings um, mm-hmm. and, and a more organized process." I said, "Well, you need to read the book Profit First, and it'll teach you." you know, the process and how to shift and actually plan profits and, 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 you know, it's just like the power bill or the rent or whatever. You're going to make sure that's paid when you make sure your profits are there and then everything else comes. And it's a really good book. I I love that book. So I'm glad you mentioned that she'll be watching this and see, I told you so Sharon. (laughs) Um, So listen, so you guys, do either one of y'all have a job outside of detailing or is this it? Just me. Well, um, I have a little medical billing gig on the side, but even that I'm, on phase. I've, I've, yeah. Before I did this, I worked part-time for a couple of psychologists. And so then once I had babies, they just let me do the work remotely at home. But even some of the bigger accounts, the ones that were taking more time, I recently, even though I've worked for them for like 20, 30 years, I, I had to give some of it back because my time, there's a better return on investment when I'm working on our marketing Absolutely. than when I'm a little bit of money for them. So. Yeah, you know, and that, and it's and listen, that, that's hard to make that shift over, but you know, as you do, it's so much more rewarding when you're doing it for yourself. It doesn't get any better than that, and uh, and you're right, the returns a little better for sure. Definitely. Now, you guys branched out into uh, you mentioned PPS, so you guys have a shop. Do you do any mobile detailing, or is there any other services besides detailing and PPF uh, that you're currently offering? So right now, we are strictly. Um, uh, site-based or, or on location where we're not mobile anymore. Um, we do PPF, we do ceramic coatings. Um, uh, you know, obviously just like everybody else, we do the regular um, details. Um, but I think what's most profitable for us is the ceramic coatings. That's yeah. once we start doing those. Yeah, you know, I, and, and, and it's such a been, ceramic coatings have been so great for our industry because what it helped us to do was to charge for our service and it allowed us to offer a premium product at a premium price and so now what people are realizing is hey I can charge for this service and people are willing to pay for it so it took us a level up because I remember detailing before ceramic coatings and to get three or four hundred dollars for a detail was like you know you're you've ma- you've done great you know you maxed out you know and now if i'm doing a 300 hundred dollar detail i'm upset about it <laughs> like, i'm like what that's couldn't we have upsold them can we done something you know i mean literally i think our average ticket price over all of them is like 700 bucks or 800 bucks right now and, awesome. and ceramic coatings helped sh- help show detailers the way for that and so I don't, you know, it, I think that there's, you know, that, that not everyone has to have them. I think there's, they're situational um, in their application, but I think it was huge for our industry. May I interject one thing about the yeah. ceramic things that we shifted our thinking on? Actually, two things. Uh, one thing is we used to, in the beginning, we got ceramic coating. We would ceramic coat someone's vehicle, and we would never see them again. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, and we're like, man, what did we just do? We just shoot ourselves in the foot. I mean, this guy used to come for regular details every quarter, do maybe a wax or sealant. So what we've been doing is we've been explaining it better about uh, the, the coating and how important it is to come back in for maintenance. And so we've been changing that up a lot. And uh, I think my guys love it because when they come back in for maintenance, it's, it's easy. so easy. It's easy. Yeah, so we, correct. We did the then, exam- Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we, we did the exact same thing in our shop uh, about a year and a half ago. We changed over. We were doing the same thing, you know, code them and see them, see them never again, maybe. 
Um, but now we have a quarterly maintenance uh, that we require and then an annual. And that allows us to keep that vehicle up. So it's not just slap this thing on your car and then see you. It's we're in this together. We're going to do this coating and then we're going to maintain this coating and it's going to stay looking like this forever. Yeah, correct. So what I was going to segue into is, um, you know, the importance of um, getting their emails and uh, sending them reminders, which, you know, wish there was a good uh, CRM or software that could do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't... Forget it type of deal. But the point is, it's nice because that's one thing. And then the other thing that we've changed um, is that when people come straight at us and ask us how much a ceramic coating is, a lot of detailers, they get kind of funny about that. Like they don't want to say a price. Um, so I've adopted kind of a hybrid view of that. I don't give them the full on price because truly we need to see their, their vehicle in person to give them the true price. But I, I won't be bashful and say, you know what, the ceramic coating itself and the application won't cost that much. I mean, yeah. for, for like six to $800 we could put on a ceramic coating, but most cars don't come in uh, corrected and, and in a condition both in performance and aesthetics that most people would be happy putting a ceramic coating on. So we need to come in so that we can assess your vehicle. Yep. And so that, you know, that has been great. That has been so revolutionary because you don't want to put any roadblocks up for your customer. You know, the more roadblocks you put up, the, the less chance of you being able to get them in the door and closing on the deal. Absolutely. Yeah, we you know we call it like our frictionless. You know, we want to give you some some an estimate ballpark pricing over the phone based on the conditions you're telling us. But at the time of check in, when you come in to that, we're going to assess this vehicle. We're going to tell you what it need. You know what we think it needs. What would how it would look best. We're going to hear what you want out of it, and then we're going to find that common ground that works for both of us. And that way, we're not selling you something that you don't want or don't care about. But we're doing exactly you know that 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 you're asking for, and then always just a little bit more. That's right. You know, so so you mentioned a couple employees, and I'm just curious. You know, is it are you looking to grow in that area uh, as far as employees are concerned, or is it kind of that y'all's niche and that's where y'all want to stick with? You know, for us, um, it's not so much um, do we want to look at how much money we want to make, like gross, or how big we want to get. We we are focusing more on being the most efficient, efficient. and most profitable. Uh, we're really into, uh, we, we love the lifestyle that this business affords us. Uh, so we, uh, we have a great setup. We don't live very far from where we work. Sure. So I could walk out the door and start working. And oh, nice. Uh, awesome. nice. we have a brewery behind us. We live in a small community um, of what, 17,000. Yeah. Uh, everything's very organic. The way we grow is very organic in terms of you know, I've got so many guys that I, you know, I met at the brewery that come and do ceramic <laughs> coatings and people do business with us. I mean, there's one guy, he doesn't even wash his truck. <laughs> I'm like, why in the world did you even ceramic coat your truck? It's because he likes us. Wow. <laughs> it's purely out of a relationship thing. And he, he coated two vehicles. And uh, the point is, is, we want to maintain yes we have goals we we yeah. do want to get our business to, to a certain dollar amount and we do want to be able to have value to where we could show the books to someone and say hey here this is how much the business is worth and sell it one day sure 
pass it on to our sons. But the point that I'm getting at is we're more focused on the lifestyle that, that we want to maintain right now. We work like uh, we cut off at five. We work five, five and a half days a week. Yeah. Uh, we work half a day Saturday sometimes, but pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Setup. Well, you know, and, and I think that mean that that says a lot. You know, Absolutely. a lot of people are focused on that gross number, that total sales, and it really means nothing if you're not making money, if you're not profitable. And then we talked about this last week. If you're not tracking those expenses and really know if you're if you're doing that off the checkbook, then you really don't know how profitable your business is, and and you really don't ever get that peace of mind that says, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm efficient, or I can do this and profit from this." I can. It's always just like I just got to make more. I got to make more, or you know, I got to do more work. And that's where a lot of people's growth comes from is just that need to, to to fulfill a number on the top end of it. But really, it all matters at the bottom. That's that's where the true number is. Do you think people are really hearing what you're saying when you say that? I don't no. know. It. No. no, people people are doing this. A, a lot of people are just trying to do it for the fame and the, the like that instant oh. gratification and say, well, I did a, you know, a million dollar shop or whatever. I've done X amount of dollars in detail. And, and in reality, you know, it means nothing if you're not making money while doing it. Yeah. I, I actually got a phone call just the other day of a guy that had stumbled across our podcast from you guys. Uh, you know, he had found yeah. you guys first, and then he had found our podcast and came to us and literally said, you know, I, I am the guy that has focused too much on becoming the best polisher, you know, the yeah. best detailer. But, I've, you know, I it just never clicked until you said it how you said it. I'm not. I'm not focusing enough on the business. I'm. I'm too far in it to to be able to see that broad view. Yeah. And you know. And and after he saw that, I mean, it literally changed the way that he looked at this this business and his business. And and now he wants to do it. You know, with the thought process of how can I be more profitable? How can I grow my business and and still yeah. have a personal life? You know. Yeah. And it's you know it's really cool and having the software. I mean, I hate to bring it back to software, but it's it's the thing that allows you to kind of step back and see your numbers every morning when you look at your numbers you now have a goal you know what you need to get in the shop to make that you know to make what your goal is and so you know it's, it's really cool to, to be able to to be able to have that kind of influence on people and i know you guys have done a really good job with that through your summit yeah um, absolutely definitely excited about that so well, i guess I, I should yes ma'am i want to say you you mentioned that when you when you look at your crm and you if in the, you, ha, you have it to where you can see what your total is per day and combine that with you're looking at, okay, well, I made $1,000 today. And so 50, I'm at the bracket that 50% of that actually gets to go to operating expense and 30% gets to go to me. It now, I believe when you're doing that, it now makes it easier for you to ask what you're worth. Maybe before you were like, oh, I don't think anybody would want to pay more than $200. Sure. But then you look at the wait, that, that $200 really only turns into uh, two times three is, I'm like, what can I do the number? $60. I can't do my number. 62 yeah. times 30 is 60. Yeah. That's what's going to go in my pocket? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, you know what? Those are my numbers. Let me flip it. Those are my numbers because of our bracket. 50% is going to go to me. Oh, I'm going to make $100, and this is going to take me four hours? Hmm. And it's really, really, really painful hard. And so suddenly you have the guts. And as long as you've got the confidence and say to the person, it's going to be this much money, and here's why. Oh, yes, sir. That's why I came to you. Solve the problem. 
I'll pay that. Right. If if they knew if they knew how much it was or what it involved, they would do it themselves. You know, like they're coming to you as a professional to, to provide a professional service, and that service has a fee associated with it, and it's not going to be the same as everybody around. Like yeah. it's just not. Like our expenses and our overhead is different than the shop down the road, so our prices are going to be different. However, our quality and our expectations are of the highest end. So we're going to tell you here's what here's what we do, and here's how much it costs. Okay, this is specific to our shop. Mm-hmm. And so that's how, you know, and, and those numbers are derived from our cost and our projected profits, you know, and, and we're a profit share company. If if I'm not profitable, these guys aren't these guys aren't happy. You know, they they're they're driven off of bonuses that, that go on top of their salaries and and that's what keeps them motivated. So if there's not a planned profit and and, and, and achieved, then they're not getting the bonuses that they want and everybody's kinda upset about it. So you know, this is it's a business. This is not a lemonade stand. This is a business, and it's designed to make money and for people to benefit from and grow. And if you're not doing it as that, then you're running a lemonade stand. <laughs> it really is like a switch when when a guy realizes that that by undercharging, by you know that they're chasing off high end clientele oh, because they just assume they're not offering the level of service they're used to getting because they're used to paying twice what this detailer is trying to charge. And it's just when when they realize it, and I've I've got to have that conversation with them and expl- you know just mention it to them, and then you see the 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 switch flip, and they're like, I've been looking at this the whole wrong way. You know, I, you're right. I should value myself. You know, to, to to the extent to where I can make money and make this profitable, continue to but grow. But if they don't have a consistent way to look at their pricing either, it's hard. You know, when we all started, we were like, oh, you know, just write down what you think you could do and and how much you think you should charge, and it was very subjective and very like, uh, you know, I guess you know negotiable in a sense mm-hmm. you know because if you're shooting from the hip the customer's always like well if he said 500 maybe he'll take 450 yeah but if i got a price tag on it and this is what i charge and this is what i'm going to do and they negotiate with that well if you tell me which one you need you want me to take off and then i'll do it for your price you know simple as that you don't go argue with walmart over a gallon of milk right. if they're charging four dollars or three or whatever it is i don't know how much a gallon of milk is <laughs> oh gosh yeah. i have no clue uh what are they? $2? I don't $3? know, but I love the fact he doesn't know how much a gallon of milk I is. Have I no just, clue. Yeah, you and right. Steve Jobs and, and Elon Musk, you guys just. <laughs> oh yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, what Around five bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, okay, enough of that. So, curious, you know, when y'all started working together, uh, challenges that y'all face. When we talk about couples, we know that look, you live together, you work together. That's a lot of togetherness. Uh, what kind, what are some of the challenges that y'all faced? One. Communication. Okay. Two, keeping our emotions under control. Yes. One, I love this guy. If I would choose him again, if we were not together, but there were times like, I, and we, and ironically, we both really always want to make each other happy. That's our motivation. Oh, I think you want this and I'll do this. And I mean, there was a there were points where this would come out of my mouth and that would come out of his. I mean, I think I was quitting three times every day. So communication, we took some communication courses. I've done, well, I love to read, um, just whatever it's taken. And, and it's much better. And that doesn't mean yeah. that we don't, you know, we still have great patches and then we'll have these, these lulls where yeah. everything, everything rubs each other the wrong way. So sure. But you're able to kind of see that now since you've experienced it and then say, hey, we've, we've done this before. Let's get on the same page again. And I imagine that pull it back in a lot quicker. That's, that's 
kind of the gift that entrepreneurship gives you is it takes your those pieces of you that are weak and exposes light on them and then you have to yeah have to get it together or else you're just gonna like the business wouldn't make it because for a long time the employees were me and him right yes yep. so it, yeah well communication has been said numerous times we've had a lot of couples on and that was literally the first one all you know that they're the very common uh, response was mm -hmm. communication and, and you know you got to so if if you are on two different uh, you know uh, levels and, and your thought process are two different places you know it's very hard to have a common objective and to feel good about where the other one's at but if you're communicating well and each one knows kind of the the you know established roles and, yeah right and yeah. what the other one's doing exactly yeah. then you're able to kind of work through those things and it's not so like uh, so much gray area and so much you know, like tension, you yeah, know. right? You know, so, His I'll, wife used to quit every day. Every as day, well when they worked together, every day she would quit. You know, like at some point she would, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again the next day. And then there was one day that she never came back. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was, it was really not that bad. I mean, it was that bad actually, <laughs> but uh, well, it wasn't that bad. There's gotta be some. Uh, is, is there a memorable, you know, something that sticks out as far as just you know a, a great memory, memory, a moment that yeah. you just you know you had that that you look back and remember yeah so when she first started helping me i was still running uh the mobile routes and we ran from houston all the way up to Hearn, texas which is past uh college station that's like a hour and a half uh run and i told her it was going to get it was like fall time and i told her that it would get colder up there and so she brought a jacket and we showed up Kind of late, like around two o'clock. No, later, four. Four o'clock. Yeah, we showed, already saying. Yeah. we showed up super late, and I did a kind of a free job, free deal for the for the owner because it was such a good account. He had a toy hauler, and I was painting some cabinets for him, spraying some cabinets, and uh, they're just great guys. So that we're there, so they felt bad me just coming up doing a freebie. So they started like going and pulling keys and throwing us stuff. I said, well. Why don't you clean these up? Or why don't you ozone this? It has smoke smell. And oh, there's a bumper that needs to get painted. Yeah. Um, we made how much? Nine hundred. We made nine hundred bucks uh, from four to six or seven. I don't six know. Six or seven. Yeah. yeah. And they also would like let us lock up the the. the we lock up the gate. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they just the time when we were yeah we were still struggling during mm -hmm. that time, and so it it was like. It was it was memorable to me because we worked as a team, mm, and sure. I, I just couldn't believe the amount of work we got done in that short period of time. And it it was like against all odds. I mean, it was getting cold and you late. know it was yeah. late, and we still managed to rock it. And I was like, man, to go there expecting not do you know to not make anything, or to go there and, and do a you know to provide a service, but you know, and we all do this by the way. Like I, I know when you're starting out, especially you know, like you're always just kind of doing things to just kind of build your reputation or build the name and build those relationships. And so to go there with the expe expectation of probably not do a whole lot, but you know, give this guy something or this girl something, but then to actually come out like ahead like that, it's such a it's such a good moment to have. That was yeah, a memorable awesome. ride home, I imagine. Yeah. You guys had some pretty oh, good conversation awesome. on the ride home. Just it was, it was amazing. Yeah. That's funny because my best memory um is also just me and him. We were mobile and we went to uh one customer's location, did two cars, 
starting at 8 a.m., wrapping up around 12.30, two cars at 2.50, we're making 500 bucks, and and I just felt like rock stars. I, I even look yeah. back at it now because we'll have like multiple employees in the same type of detail, and how come it's taken four hours for multiple people when he and I? Yeah. I guess that's the difference between you're the owner and you're yeah. not. Oh, but it's difficult, yeah. You know what that reminds me? Since both of our memories are just me and him, and they weren't, they weren't glamorous at the time, no. it's a nice reminder because we have our goals for where I want to get the business. And I need to stop right now and look because we have a lot of things on track. I have a lot of things things that aren't going right. But honey, I love our lives. I love the things we have implemented and put in place. We are on the right track and I need to, because we're gonna look back when things are even crazier and go, remember when we had only two employees in one location? Remember how long was that? We do a podcast right in our own room and then we go back out to work. That was so fun. It's, and it's amazing. so easy to get caught in that like forecasted, like goal-driven. Got to do this. I, you know, we, we suck at this, or we need to do this better, and we, you know, we want to be here. And why aren't we? Or we didn't hit this. But in reality, if you look at where you came from, like look, look at the progress, and and be able to kind of just take a peek back, not long. Take a peek back and say, hey, you know, we've came a long way, and we're doing a lot of stuff right. And uh, it's it's fun. That's why we do this to see that progress and to see where we've come from and uh you know i think it's really cool that you guys can share that moment with us uh because you know we all have that and you know i always wait on someone to say oh it's today this is my most memorable moment is to be on play-by-play podcast but it hasn't happened yet <laughs> this is my most memorable moment getting to talk to dustin and ryan on, on camera no that's uh that's, that's awesome so uh you kind of mentioned it uh before but we'll ask again so like your work life rule, keeping business business and your personal. You guys shut down at five or five thirty, and y'all is that kind of business over? Now it's now it's home life. Is that, is that how you guys do? <laughs> That's where we want to be. I mean, <laughs> sure, we want to get to what you implemented a seven to seven rule. So, um, you know, outside, how does that work out? Before seven, no work talk, and after seven, no work talk. But we we've gotten a little bit better at it. Um, see, sometimes it's hard because everything bleeds. I mean, we talk about work all the time. Sure. But now, like yesterday was was a nice evening. We uh, we just decided to just go downtown, which is two blocks from us, and uh, we just we just walked down in historic downtown Brenham, and um, we did pretty good. We didn't talk too much about work, and so we're trying to be more disciplined in that area. Sure. And I yeah. just learned that. A week or two ago, it's a it's a tip from Rennie Doyle's wife, okay. you know, seven to seven. And so sometimes we start talking. And I'll wait a minute and I'll look up. Okay, not yet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we need that. Because, you know, we're human, right? And I'm a female. Hello, we're very emotional. And just to be woken up and someone start just rambling on about the latest work problem, <laughs> it, it, it's old. Oh, it yeah, is. yeah, it, you, it does. I require like. Yeah, my, my morning starts very early, and that's my time, and I don't want to hear anything about work or anything. Like, I don't discuss that stuff for a while. I get up at 4, and it's probably – well, it's – it's uh, I'm here 6.15, so 7 o'clock before the first real, like, business kind of comes – you know, problem comes to – you know, presents itself, especially coming from other people. Now my brain's always turning, but yeah. uh, but that 4 to 7 is, is my time, and it's very valuable to me. 
Yeah, sometimes at eight o'clock he's still in seven o'clock mode. You know, he's not. You know, I come in. I just, I, I love life. I just want to talk and let's, you know, it's not. I'm a morning person, I guess, in that aspect. You know, I don't have to warm up. Yeah, to Ryan, it. Ryan like has these jokes and things that he wants to do in the mornings, and I'm like very businessy. Like my morning is very like you know, definitive and my brain's in a very special place and it doesn't want to deal with Ryan in the morning. It's like Ryan is like, like nails on a chalkboard. Well, I, you know, I get a little, I got a little anxiety. And so when everything's tense, my just natural, you know, defense mechanism is like, let's make light and, you know, let's laugh and, and take a deep breath. But it's you know, terrible. It, he says it's terrible. It, it makes everybody else, I think, have a good day, but you know, yeah. it's a balance, you know, you definitely got to have that balance. Yin and yang, I, is that what yeah, it is? Absolutely. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I try. I try my best to, to steer away from that now. Um, but now, when we get home together, it's, that's it's, what I was no, to say. totally yeah, different. Yeah, well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, if there was um, one piece of advice that you would give, because we have been talking to these, you know, the couples in this industry, and, and you know there are a lot of upcoming younger couples that, that would love to have, you know, just that head start, something to, to skip some of the, you know, the headaches that y'all went through. What's one piece of advice that you would give to another couple that, that's wanting to come into the industry? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's the best. That's the first that's time. The I, yeah, that's, the, first that's time. the best one. <laughs> Don't do it. No, I still give the answer. Okay, now here's the <laughs> thing. do it. It can be very rewarding. Uh, I love books, and so I would highly recommend reading the book "Men Are from Mars and Women Are from Venus." I know it's been out already twenty some years, but it's like so old now that people have it's they don't all know it, and it will tell you how we, what we women mean when words come out of our mouth, and how he hears it. And what he means when words come out of his mouth and how I translate it, we literally have almost speak our own different language. When I and that I got, I found that book when we were at one of our roughest points, and I'm listening to it while we're working, and I'm screaming, laughing because it's so ridiculous. What how the guy hears a statement that we say, and I turn to him and I say, "Hey, if I make this statement, does it mean to you X Y Z?" And he's like, "Of course. What else could it mean?" Yeah. <laughs> So scales fell from my eye and then just understanding what he needs when he's tense or stressed. And then, you know, I want to go problem solve. That's what we women do or not a problem solve, but we want to like make it better with a bunch Six. of words. Yeah. Make it better with a bunch of words and, and no, don't do that. So men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. I think the author is John Gray, something great. And, um, and the other piece of advice is play to your strengths. Yes. You need to be well-rounded, but I'm a nerd. Let me be a nerd. Let me come organize. Let let me do the numbers. It's it'll be better. Um, he is a sledgehammer outside when it comes to the jobs. Let him do his thing, and let me come and do the finer tuning stuff at the end. Everyone's happier. Every everything's more productive. And when you try to fit one of us into another role, because well, that's where how it has to be. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to be frustrated. Button heads. What is it? The square peg in a round hole. Square yeah, peg in a round hole. Just doesn't fit. And so you stick with what you're great at and play to each other's it's strengths. Awesome. I think that's oh, that's funny. Sorry. That, that, that might be my answer for the next question. Sorry. What is it? 
Uh, 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 you can ask the next uh, question. Well, yeah, future goals. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about it, and you guys are very happy with where you are and, and kind of where you're. But what are the future goals of your company? And then uh, also, I wanted to make sure we take some time to talk about the summit that, that I participated in. That's done phenomenally. But but first, let's talk about your goals, and then we'll get into that. So we have a financial goal, and like, but and getting there isn't hard given how this, the the the. The volume that we have right now, we're doing sure. pretty fabulous, but we can see that, you know, we can take on a bunch more work. Um, and so for right now, my goal is to get all that structure in, in place to more sharply define our roles, start to really run like a business. Yep. We've done a lot of this from just hodgepodging it and, and getting a little better, but we, do, we don't have standard operating procedures or what we we do have them and they all kind of live up here. And so they mostly happen, but they don't always happen. And then when they're not implemented, then you end up with a problem because, you know, yep, something that's it, every time. But really dialing all that into where I have a nice, you know, yes, I like everything in its box. Um, but but the box is there for a reason, baby. Let's, let's make this thing. This thing could be way more efficient and way more profitable. And then, yeah, we're, we're all for adding more employees. Um, there's no reason we can't double our income in the next couple of years. There's no reason right. in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I, and, and look, as an entrepreneur, the hardest thing is to take what you've done and built and put it into a process that, that you, you know, is reproducible. So, you know, my suggestion in that is because it's very difficult for you to do. I brought in someone, uh, his name's Trey, and he has really helped um, write the processes down, you know, like to dig in and with me write all of our processes down in place as far as the detail is concerned and it has been just like the most enlightening thing helpful thing you know uh he values to the technical side of things and so to come in and, and write those processes down and, and actually put them into place and make sure that our guys are doing them it's been fantastic for our business i mean it, we took 10 steps ahead once we figured out okay that we don't have an answer for this if, if this situation happens you know, everybody has a different answer, and that doesn't work when you're scaling. When you're building and you got 12 or 14 or 20 or, you know, two stores, three stores, whatever, then everybody's got to have the same answer to get the same results. Uh, you know, similar, very similar. And and so if we don't have that process written down and this is how you do it and this is what you do and this is why you do it, mm. then then you start to have, you know, uh, very um, inconsistent results and inconsistent, you know, uh, product usage and things like that. So I think it's great. So. I want to talk about the summit that you did. We had absolutely so much fun. Uh, you know, you're an awesome interviewer. We, we, you know, it went very smooth. But how's been the, you know, how's the success been from it? And how, you know, how do you uh, feel like it went or is going? Let me rephrase that. Yeah, right, right. You know, what's funny is I love talking to you guys that you speakers because I'm over here kind of in the middle of nowhere in my own little bubble. And I, and I'm very hard on myself. So ridiculously perfectionist, hard on myself. I it was phenomenal. The feedback was wonderful. The the measure of success is also what it gave to each of you. Mm-hmm. And everybody got a good return on it. And attendees got what they needed, like the feedback that you just got that like, hey, I've been doing it. And and we were at that place for for so long too. There's always a next level to get to. And there's always these things that you don't realize. Oh, that, oh, that's why everyone keeps saying this phrase. But that phrase didn't didn't mean anything to me now. And I and when you hear every single person say across the board, here's how important profits are, or here's what you need to stop doing. Did you notice almost everybody said what we need to stop doing is screwing around on Facebook in the groups that aren't supportive? Yes. 
advertising to those groups when you actually should be advertising to your market. Yeah, fine. You want to play on Facebook? Go educate, educate, educate your local yes. market. So um, it was it was a success for the goals that I had the parameters I had set up. It was a success in that everyone got to cross pollinate. Like, let's say you're out there and, and people know you, you've, you've created your software, but they didn't know that guy with the bow tie on, or they didn't, yeah. they didn't know uh, Jeremy Stevens over at Shine Supply who just talks to you from the heart, like nonstop, will tell you not just what kind of compound to use, but guys, here's what matters in your life. Stop sure. screwing around with this and pay attention to your family and put those priorities in place. We brought together so many different viewpoints, levels of experience, and gave people not the nuts and bolts of how to how to buff your car. Yes, right. probably that, or you can find a very good program. But we brought together the people that were going to tell you, "Here's how to make a solid business with with less headache for the long term." I mean, I, I, I'm. I'm I'm kind of putting it up in too much of a, of a nutshell. And so we can't wait. I'm going to do it again. Great. Right. That's what we wanted to hear. Yeah. It is going to be recreated. And um, and so from the feedback that I got, I'll be polling everyone again to say, like, what else do you want to know? We can only go so deep in, in a certain interview. But if you like the person, the new the new detail person that you hear, go deeper. Everybody offered you something, some way sure. to get in touch. And oh, oh, what I loved was... The common theme for people that really leveled up, they used a mentor. Yes. Find a mentor. And that's what I was doing. That was the goal. Like, here, check out all these guys. You like how this one talks? You like what that one talks about? Find your person. It's yep. a small one. You would invest in any kind of tool. Invest in yourself. In yourself. That's right. Everybody that's gotten to some high goal they had didn't mean that they could they could afford to pay it when they did it, but they did it and found a way and that's what leveled them up. So I would love for us to to transform that part of our, our detailing mindset that it is worth it. One, it's not an expense, it's an investment to have a CRM, a way to track your customers and to stay in touch with them. And it's not an expense, it's an investment in yourself, in yourself. How many you pulled my string, baby. How many of them <laughs> Talked about it's not working on your business; it's working on yourself. Your business is is the side effect, the result that will happen when you've gotten a lot of this stuff right. That's that's uh, you, and listen. You said a mouthful there, and and that's exactly right. These guys are so trapped into the mindset of being the best detailer, and in, in reality, you've got to be your best self, and you got to have you know have people that you talk to that have done it and know that you're not fighting this thing by yourself other people yeah. have been through these problems you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time you run into a problem people running you know have solved these problems for years before you and they will solve continue to solve them i think that's why you're so generous with your your time and advice when people come to you because you know if you would have had that you also are going to be saving Absolutely. them so much headache and so much money, so much time, so much them. money. You know, just to just to answer a question, like, look, I mean, I was literally on Facebook a while ago to a group. I got alerted, and it was a local detailer polishing some pontoons. And I know, like he said, I've been fighting this battle, you know, for this customer, blah blah blah. And I, so I'm like, come up to my shop, grab some Zephyr wheel, you know, give him the here's the tools. Go now, you can go fix this thing for yourself. And and like, and I know because I've been that guy in the shop polishing for hours on end and days on end, and you know, and I, I just like I cringe when I saw that. So to be able, you know, to find somebody that can help you, not just in the 
actual work, but the business and the life and all of it together. Uh, I know I have guys and, and, and women that I look up to mm-hmm. in, in that realm and, and use all the time. So, uh, you know, it's, it was awesome. It was awesome. You put on a heck of a show. That, yeah, I think, uh, let me just say the show has wrapped up. However, it's uh, you can still find it. It's detailmastersacademy.com. Okay. And when you're on that page, you, can, you click the buttons. Uh, while the live stream that we had is over, you can still get access to it. Currently, yeah. and I'm not going to make this indefinite, you can get all of the audios, 24 speakers telling you what matters for $49. Oh and then, gosh, and then you can just be working and listening and going through it. And so $49, you own it. I'm not selling a membership right now. I haven't got that fancy yet. You download it and you and you and listen. You can listen as much as well. Over and over and over again. It's like some days, you know, we have great days where we're killing it, and then we have days where we're like, "What the heck am I doing?" You know, yeah. pop one guys on, re-listen to it, get get yourself reinvigorated. We all need our own cheerleader and motivation. So yeah, it's detailmastersacademy.com. You can still sign up so that when the next one comes out, you'll be one of the first to be alerted. And awesome. uh, in the meantime, you can you can review. Maybe you maybe you heard like half of it, but you know people get busy and you miss yeah. some days. You get access to it. Twenty four of them, so and they're all about an hour long. So it's twenty four hours worth of, worth of content. Listen, we'll drop that link in our comments too, mm-hmm. so that for those of you that didn't catch it, it'll be in the comments. We'll have it put in there for you. Um, awesome talking to you, Marcy and Alex. You guys are awesome. You are rocking it out there. We appreciate the involvement into the summit. And, you know, with you guys, look forward to the next one. Hopefully, we can jump in there with you again. We were, uh, you know, tons of success came from it. For you know, on our end, and just love to, you know, love to provide that value and anything that we can help in our industry. We're happy to be a part of. So. And you guys let me know when you're ready to check out our, our CRM. I don't believe I've had the pleasure of, of showing it off to you. Yeah, so, you know, show you. definitely love to, to, to show you what we offer. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Y'all have a great day and a great weekend. Thank we you. It. See you later. All right. That was that great. Was, yeah, that was awesome, man. They were cool. They were cool. She's a firecracker, man. Yeah, they're both. I mean, what a great yeah. personality. You know, it, it's that was great. And I, I'm loving this series, as always. Yeah. We have some of the best folks on, and, and you guys really should check out that summit. Um, so much great information came out of it. It, was, it did, man. It was packed. Absolutely. It was packed. 24 speakers, you know, and, and, and you know, I know one of them that was really good. Are you talking about uh, Evan Lacroix? Yeah, his name was. was it time? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. it was awesome. And she's a great interviewer, by the way. She's a great communicator. Sure. She uh, she she can uh, she she's gonna go far, man. And I know they are already. And uh, we're happy to just be a little blip in their in their radar. But uh, it was fun. Great conversation. So, but everybody, I know y'all been waiting around for this. Yes, they are. Jessica, what time is it? <laughs> Timing was impeccable. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, there's nothing like a strong, cold Coca-Cola to wash down a good sandwich. Well, let's say that Coke is good for washing down something else, too. Okay. Bird droppings. Bird droppings? Yeah, well, at least that's what the Internet has to say, and we know the Internet doesn't lie. Yeah. Uh, So we wanted to test it out. Uh, Chris spun up a video for us. Let's see how it works. All right. We got Coca-Cola. We have bird droppings. We have Coke down the side of the car. <laughs> All right, so he's using the coke to clean off the bird droppings, and you know, listen, it's got to be the acid in the Coca Cola that's helping clean. You got to be careful with acid on glass; it can etch into it. So, would not recommend doing this in the sun and leaving it long. But the liquid actually adds acts as a lubrication too to help clean those bird droppings off. I don't know that Coca Cola was really designed 
to clean the ah, oh, look at that refreshed look. Though. <laughs> that's what it's that's what it's really for. Man, I thought I was a talent. That was so acting that right was there. Beautiful. Good job, sir. That was beautiful. So no, it, you know, it, it it works. You know, quote unquote. It's it's a hack. You know, here one once again. Here here's the reality. Okay, here's the reality. If you find yourself <laughs> in the middle of the woods, and all you have is your window, and a nice cold. And bird shit on your car, okay. <laughs> on your window, and a cold Coca Cola. You could clean that bird shit off of your window with that cold Coca Cola. So it does work. Don't leave it on there, guys. The acid in there can eat the, gla- eat, etch the glass and uh, can cause some real issues. And let's be honest, guys. If you're professionals, why don't you just put some degreaser on that dung and, and be done with it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So hang on, we got some comments. What we wanted to uh, wanted to give a shout out to Joe Lapom as always is. You know, he's our awesome uh, follower, Billy Smith, Vandy, Nate Sharp, uh, Steve Nesmith. Oh, that's the gentleman that I had the um, uh, I, demo you, with earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Desmond. You know, Desmond's always there. The and monster. so appreciate you guys following us. Thanks a lot. Uh, we are going to be having our show live at a very special place next Friday. We're going to be down live at the Battleship Park uh, in Mobile, Alabama, and that's going to be at our boat show that we're putting the second on. second annual yep. boat show by the bay. Boat show on the bay by the bay. Boat show on the bay, and uh, and it's such an awesome, you know, such an awesome event. We planned this thing last year uh, because COVID had caused a couple cancellations and boat shows that we participated in, so you said, you know what, we'll plan our own. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we did. And we had a great one last year. We're going to have an even better one this year. I mean, we got all kind of stuff going on. We got boats, of course. Concerts. Concerts. Um, kids' activities, pets, or pet friendly pet and zoo dustin's there, wife doing mel's bar out there my wife will be doing mel's bar we're gonna Don't have that yeah we're gonna have the <laughs> <laughs> the beanbag toss uh, what is that cornhole, cornhole, con- cornhole yeah. tournament and hundred vendors uh you know a few hundred boats we got boats on the water we got these barges that we're pushing up to make these docks uh, we got a fishing tournament going on. Bring got, your kids, bounce houses, princesses. We got, I mean, we, all kinds of stuff for the whole family. Yeah. This is going to be a killer event. The best part is play-by-play will be on on set Friday from 1130 to 1230. We're going to have Billy Boggess on. And Beth Boggess. Billy and Miss Beth. That. We've talked to Billy before, and, and what a fantastic interview he always has. A yeah, lot of fun, is. but I'm really excited to actually talk to Beth. Bring and your kids out for that communicate that conversation. It's known uh, to, to be represent his product well, the F-bomb, you know. It's yeah, a phenomenal right. product. That's <laughs> right. Love me some Billy. Anyways, Absolutely. guys, we're super excited about it. Can't wait to join y'all next week from the boat show. Uh, of course, if you missed this, you catch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, YouTube, anywhere there's a podcast, you can find us. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.